And um, I've made poor decisions throughout my entire life. I made poor choices of the company I kept. I got married at 19 to somebody who, you know, just to escape my home life. And I just wasn't, I was broken for a long time. I made bad decisions. We're going to hear the rest of uh, that story with Jennifer and uh, what she's doing now. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show today. Dr. Randy, continuing our discussion here at the Intentional Living Center on making better decisions coming 2023. I told the guys and ladies I wanted to do a show on decision-making because we talk about resolutions. Uh, and I think a resolution without, without intention, without follow-through is just a good idea. And let's face it, 90% resolutions at the beginning of the year kind of get lost by February or earlier. And so we, we want to talk about decision-making, which is really a more important thing. I shared a couple of questions you can ask yourself uh, that can help you make better decisions in 2022. I asked, I shared those yesterday, and I'll repeat them a little bit later in the show today. We got some callers that want to join in on the discussion uh, on this topic. We start uh, with Kathy in Kansas. Hi, Kathy. How you doing? Fine, Randy. Thanks for letting me add my two cents. Well, we're glad to have you on the line. What have you learned there in Kansas about decision-making? Well, I'm 69 years old, so I've had lots of decisions to make. And I have found that decisions made rashly or quickly, for example, in the heat of the moment or from peer pressure at the time or out of anger or frustration are rarely good choices. Emotional Mm -hmm. choices are rarely good choices. But choices that I made because I took some time to pray about it, consider the pros and cons, and weigh them carefully with advice from a trusted friend or counselor or pastor, turned out to be much better decisions. Yeah, was there a crisis point that made you make this uh, awareness in your life or just a series of no, realizing a, you're reacting to your emotions choices as a, a series of bad choices as a teenager you yeah. know made me realize I need to do something a little differently mm-hmm. and when we were raising our kids we have three kids and 11 grandkids now but one thing my husband who's a very wise man always told our kids it's not always should I live in city X or city Y, or take job A, or take job B, or go to college XYZ, or TCU, or whatever the letters were. (laughs) God is always after our heart. Mm -hmm. And why we make the decision is more important than sometimes those specific decisions. Will that decision, like you have said, bring me closer to God? and encourage my walk with him or will they pull me away from him and if we're careful with our decisions not to make them in the heat of the moment they turn out so much better absolutely i think of that verse it talks about being uh, slow to speak and swift to listen (laughs) same principle we'll say some dumb things when it comes from our emotions instead of our combination of our head and our heart that's for sure right and you know the the Friends we choose to keep, if we look at some of the decisions they make, are they making wise decisions? If they're not, are they really the kind of friends we want to spend our time with? Because a lot of times during my life, friends have come and gone. Mm -hmm. But the decisions that I make when I'm with those friends sometimes impacts a lifetime. Oh, well, that is profound. 
And so true, Kathy, I've sat in the counseling office with people who make decisions that they now regret. Here's the other thing, though. If you've made decisions in the past you regret, you don't have to stay stuck. God is a God of forgiveness and reconciliation and restoration and healing. We learn, we get back up, and we keep going. That's the good news of the gospel. We've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, but he forgives. He loves us. If we confess our sins, it says in 1 John 1, 9, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all our righteousness. And so there's hope. And we're not trying to put people into the pit of despair three days before Christmas. Uh, the reality is you can pick yourself up with God's help today, trust him, and move forward. Making decisions. That's what we're talking about. Darcy is next in New Hi. Mexico. Hi, Darcy. How you doing? I'm great. I'm feeling what? so invigorated. Good. To be able to bear my testimony to well, you. Well, go right ahead. I'd like to hear it. Okay. Well, um, let's see. When I was little and I was scared, I always, my mom told me to pray. And so over the years, you know, I finally joined a church and had kids. And from their decisions on what to do with what school they attended and things like that, the Lord was always there for me, and it's on His timeline. It took many, many months to, you know, get that firm confirmation that, yeah, you need to take the kids out of that school and put them in a different school. And and then, you know, 20 years later, the Lord told me, you know, I've suffered enough and I could get divorced from the man I was married to, the father of my kids. Mm. And then after that, you know, I finally met a nice man who actually prays and is a God-fearing man, and and it's so wonderful that the Lord answers prayers in a timely manner, because <laughs> I would be lost. Well, decisions, as you know, because you just shared your story, your journey, that uh, yeah. decisions take put us on a path, and sometimes the path runs us into a wall, um, and other times it can lead to great things. We don't always know sometimes, by the way. There's... We're, we're human beings, and we can only see so far. But learning to make wise decisions uh, at the start can save a lot of pain at the end. Because that's reality. Okay, thank you, Darcy. And we wish you a Merry Christmas there in New Mexico. And uh, we hope you enjoy uh, your celebration. They know how to celebrate in New Mexico, too, by the way. Don't they? For Christmas. Very special. Uh, we're talking about decision-making. Let's uh, take a break, uh, Jennifer. Are you ready for that? We'll come back. By the way, if you're on Facebook, thank you for joining us. If you want to post um, one thing you've learned about decision-making, go ahead and do that. Share it with others from all around the world. Maybe get a little discussion going. Love to have you do that. Or you're welcome to call our comment line at 888-888-1717. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. 
A lot of us have people in our families that don't know Jesus. But did you know that even Jesus had family members who rejected him? That's why Dr. Randy Carlson is offering you his teachings on this, where you'll learn how to sustain a relationship with family members who don't share your faith in God. If you missed an opportunity to give during our year-end fundraiser, you can give now and have your gift matched and doubled by generous friends of the ministry. We'll automatically deliver this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools directly to your inbox every month. Give right now and you'll also receive the Names of God calendar, where each month features a different name of God, beautiful scenery, and a description of the meaning of God's name for that month. Your monthly support helps people live an intentional life in Christ. Call 888-888-1717 today or visit theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. And, you know, when you support the Ministry of Intentional Living, you help us reach more people for Christ uh, to strengthen homes and families uh, with the message. It's not about us. It's about the message of intentional living, figuring out what pleases Christ and then doing it. And when we get stuck, uh, sometimes we're making decisions. We've got to keep coming back to what's the next right one thing to do. That takes counsel sometimes. It takes, uh, you know, wisdom and safety and counseling, getting help. That's, that's a powerful part of it as well. And so we don't give you a simple do this, do that answer to these more complex issues in your life. Uh, but we want you to know that we know God can and will um, as you take that time. So, again, you're welcome to share your story on our comment line at 888 Let's go to Michigan. Hi there. Hi. Yes, Pre- appreciate um, your call. What about decisions? Oh, boy. Um, like I was just um, talking to Amy. Um you know, you hear a lot of people will call in, and I'm I'm at a really hard time in my life right now, making a major, a few major decisions, um, and I'm in my, well, I'm 63 years old, and I've been married for 37 years, mm-hmm. um, but my husband and I, um, I've been in business together, we've owned a two or three businesses, um, we're in one right now, and um, I have a... I just have a really big regret getting involved in this another business with him because they've not been successful. Um, um, he puts the cart before the horse, mm-hmm. and we don't pray about the you know he doesn't pray about the things when we start a business and just goes full tilt because he wants to, he's obsessed with just proving that he can have a successful business. Um, so you see the business impacting your marriage, the business, the relationship is impacting how you guys relate with each other. Oh goodness. Yes. Because there's, um, there's, there's a really very poor lack of communication. There's things that are hidden Mm -hmm. from me as far as information, when things are found out, um, it doesn't tell me stuff. And then, then there's, dishonesty about things. Um, we've lost, we lost a home one time to one of our businesses, um, because Mm. he didn't tell me things. And I, right now our home is, you know, was put up again or I thought was collateral and was told that, no, it's a home equity loan. They turned it into a home equity loan, but he told me, Oh no, it's just for collateral. Um, it's, it's really hard when you're trying to be in a business with, your married partner, mm-hmm. you know, that we've been together for so many years. Um, and, but there's no changes. 
And I, one of the biggest things I, I really regret, and I can only blame myself, because when I decided to go into this business, he's got a young daughter, and the reason my husband really wants this is for him. It's for himself mm-hmm. to be successful and then to help our son and his daughter. But um, we aren't there yet. It's been three years in the making, and, of course, um, COVID didn't help any. Luckily, we didn't have to close down. We were able to do, we don't have dining, so we were able to do curb, you know, curb service. But See, what, what, what I hear is, is you, you're kind of burned, you know, kind of burned out. I mean, this has been a series of one thing after another. It's, it's, it's impacting your finances, your home, your relationship with trust. And, and I hear your husband having a good intention to say, I want to do, be successful. I want to do something good for the family. I want to turn this over to my son. I mean, he's probably in his heart uh, has these good intentions, but it's not playing out as you see it in the relationship. And so when we talk about decision-making, the first thing that I would really strongly recommend for you and for your spouse uh, would be for you guys to kind of put a halt to everything in terms of sitting down with someone together and say, hey, this, this, this isn't working. This just isn't working. Uh, the finances aren't working. The communication isn't working. I feel like I'm not being uh, told what's actually going on. Um, and here's how I'm feeling. And you, you're going to need some supervision. One of the things we see about families in business, because I've done work with families in business, is that when the business starts to get into the marriage in a negative way, it compounds it. Because you can have work problems, but come home and feel secure. Um, and some people have home problems, but feel secure at work. But when both are not working, boy, it just it kind of multiplies the negativity in the relationship. And so my encouragement to you would be to uh, really find um, a counselor, someone who loves the Lord, someone who shares in your values, and get the proverbial cards on the table after all these years uh, being married together. I hope that helps. Um, let's, uh, let me see here. Let's go to, we got a caller from uh, Jerry, I think, is next in Arizona. Um, appreciate your call. Jerry, what, uh, what have you learned about decision-making? Well, 30 years ago, uh, a bad decision that I made was, as many 17-year-olds do, I took my first drink of beer and started smoking some marijuana, too. And 18, 18 20 years later, uh, I find myself being a full-blown alcoholic and a drug addict. Uh, and how I rectified that, thanks to the Lord's help, January 3rd of 2006, I set foot into Celebrate Recovery, which is a Christ-centered 12-step program. And now uh, I am approaching an eight-year for a full-blown sobriety. Thanks be to the Lord's help. Good and, for you. Uh, of course, I had to do my part about being intentional about working that program. So you think it started with that first beer, huh? I think it's it started with the first beer. Yeah. So what do you think when you see young people drinking today? Uh, I I pray for them that that uh, you know that, I mean I pray I think that uh, they the they they may uh, turn out like like I did and you know they may not they they may mm-hmm. not develop a drinking problem but the question is is you know would you want to roll the dice and take that gamble? <laughs> It's a great question, Jerry. 
Um, and, you know, I look at our family, we, we, in our family, not our immediate family, but in our extended family, we've had addiction and we've had alcohol and uh, alcoholism and um, we've had family members that have, have succumbed to it uh, in terms of their lives. Um, and uh, I have to tell you, I, I frown on it because I see the potential. I, you know, I don't drink. I just, you know, we don't consume alcohol. And um, part of the reason for that is, you know, frankly, I think if I ever did, I probably would lean that direction. I'd be, I'd, I'd be concerned, like you say, rolling the dice. And um, so, you know, but it, like you, though, Jerry, you made the decision. The good news is you've overcome it. God's healed you. Eight years sober. I mean, that's a big accomplishment. Yes, sir. Well, good for you. I appreciate your call today. Thank you. I appreciate your ministry. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. Appreciate it. Hope you have a merry, merry Christmas and uh, congratulations and heading in the right direction and making better decisions. Uh, you know, I think about that. You know, I was mentioned about alcohol or other substances. Some people can use those and they don't get addicted to them and others can. But like he said, you want to roll the dice. You make a better decision at the front of your front end. You're going to have less problems down the road. Um, and putting that kind of uh, decision making into play can be can be a big help. Uh, let's take a break, uh, Jennifer. We'll be back talking about decisions as we move into 2023. Redeemer. Father. My refuge. The ways we describe God may change depending on what we're facing. Teacher. My shepherd. But one thing remains constant. God is always near you 365 days a year. And Intentional Living has a reminder of God's constant presence in your life that we'd like to share with you. When you support Intentional Living with a gift of $30 a month or a single gift of $365, we'll say thank you with the 2023 Names of God calendar. Each month shares a different name of God, beautiful scenery, and a description of the meaning of God's name for that month. Your support of Intentional Living continues to provide daily hope and encouragement. And the Names of God calendar will remind you that God is with you all year long. You can give now at The Intentional Life com or call triple eight triple eight seventeen seventeen. You know, many of us struggle with our relationship with our siblings or with people that we love, and it seems like the closer we are to someone, the more difficult it can be when things come up that make it difficult to communicate and get along. Jesus gives us a beautiful example of his relationship with his half-siblings, both his sisters and brothers, how he related to these difficult people in his life. And you know, there's one thing that we learn from Jesus about how he related. He didn't overreact. In fact, in many ways, he didn't react at all. He just continued to share the truth and love them. That's an excerpt from the uh, teaching this month. Which is really an interesting teaching. It comes from Scripture. I take three snapshots in Scripture of Jesus interacting or having an encounter with his uh, half-brothers and sisters. And uh, why? And what happened? Why, why did some of his siblings follow and others not? And how did Jesus respond? That's even more important. How did Jesus respond to the ridicule, the criticism uh, that he received from his brothers? Because it's a model for us in terms of our relationship with our siblings as well. Uh, so the lesson this month for December is on that topic coming up in uh, January. It's on picking one word for 2023. Very excited about that lesson because if we can pick one word, then we can make some decisions through the year based on that word. It helps us guide us a little bit through the process of decision making. 
And so uh, members, watch for the lessons uh, coming your way this month, next month, and every month thereafter as you continue in your support. And if you're not a part of Intentional Living Support Family, can you come and join us today? We appreciate your monthly support. Uh, We appreciate it's going to help us reach more people for Christ. want to send you the Names of God calendar plus the ongoing lessons from Intentional Living. And everything's being matched, being doubled dollar for dollar. We have... uh, Dollars left in that matching pool, and we want you to be a part of it. We need for you to be a part of it today. As you go to theintentionallife.com, theintentionallife.com, or call during West Coast Business Hours, 888-888-1717, and press uh, the code to take you to our staff, okay? We'd appreciate it. Uh, We started the show today with Jennifer made a comment about making bad decisions. I promised that you could hear the rest of her story. So let's do that before we run out of time. Hi, my name is Jennifer, and um, I've made poor decisions throughout my entire life. I made poor choices of the company I kept. I got married at 19 to somebody who, um, you know, just to escape my home life. And I just wasn't, I was broken for a long time. I made bad decisions, but um, I found I found the Lord, the Lord found me, I should say, in that mess and helped me to regain my life. I was homeless for about four years off and on. I've been sober now for three years and um, God just reached down and he's taken those bad decisions and used them to teach me to make better decisions. And so God has restored my relationship with my boys and with my daughter, and he's just been a wonderful father. Just, uh, I just told him, I'm, I'm sorry for the choices I've made, and, and he just keeps on carrying me and teaching me how to make better decisions through the bad decisions that I've made. I just wanted to share that and encourage somebody, hopefully, that's struggling with addiction, that that God restores and that God is good. And I never knew how to make good decisions as a kid. I was never had any boundaries or anything. And so God has shaped and molded me. And through my bad choices, he's taught me what it means to be his child. And he's teaching me how to see myself as his child so that I can carry that identity as a child of God, I don't make those same decisions because I don't want to disappoint my heavenly father. Mm. Well, I hope my story encourages somebody and have a great day. Mm. Thanks. Thank you, Jennifer. And uh, we appreciate you leaving that story with us. uh, And we do wish you a Merry Christmas. And it's a reminder, uh, you can overcome bad decisions. We get lots of calls that tell us a story like that. Uh, I think here's another one. Let's take a moment and listen to... uh, Nisi from uh, Georgia, what have you learned about decision-making? I made a very bad decision, and I rushed into um, a relationship that turned into a marriage while I was still recovering from a bad marriage. Mm. And I learned that I have to give time. I have to take time to pray and listen, but mostly to wait and be patient. Mm-hmm. My marriage wrecked my credit, and I was left broken hearted and financially bereft and I learned a lot to rely more on God and myself instead of looking for other people to make me happy and that's what I would like for people to know especially young people 
to know that they have to find their way with God. Yeah, it's not in another person. So you were you really were responding to making that decision out of neediness. Yes, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to have somebody else to make me whole, and I relied on somebody who wasn't responsible and I was fairly responsible but I allowed myself to be caught up in the moment and make risky decisions and that left me alone eventually because rushing into it I didn't know him well enough to devote my life to him Mm. and then when that ended it, it was very lonely so I turned back I turned back to God and I, I sought solace and he he met every need that I have. He saved my both of my children. My youth my son became a youth minister mm, and then wow. then a youth pastor. Um, he is a pastor now. My daughter and I both teach Sunday school now. They're both grown now and have children of their own and they're very involved in their church. So I'm thankful that God brought me the patience that I needed to make better decisions and save my family. Amen. DC, thank you for sharing that uh, story with us from Georgia. It's a good way to kind of pull it together here as we've spent two days talking about decision making. And I want to, I want to remind us as we think about living an intentional life, that our goal is to help us make better decisions. In other words, knowing where we're headed, what are some of the long-term goals that you have that you know will bring glory to God and God's placed on your heart, keeping those front and center, not, not 50, just a few. What are some of the big issues that you know are important? And then every day, making daily decisions that will move you in that direction. That's really what intentional living's about. But so many of the calls that we have and that come in on our comment line are from people that are telling the sad stories of bad decisions. And at this holiday season, coming into Christmas, looking for a new year, you've got a choice. You can either stay stuck in the decisions you've made that are holding you down, feeling like you just can't move forward, or you can choose to trust God and make a better decision about how you choose to live today might be the consequence of the decision, you're still going to be a part of your life because there's consequences for decisions. But you can make a decision of what you do next, how you respond next. And that's intentional living. Hi, Dr. Randy. My name is Heather. And uh, I feel like I'm at a crossroads in my life where I do have a lot of decisions that I need to make regarding my career and whether or not we should relocate and any kind of advice that you could speak about that would be greatly appreciated. God bless, and I love your show. Two questions as you're moving forward, thinking about decisions in this new year. What is going to bring glory to God, benefit to you in terms of the goals in your life, and the thing you're about to do, question number two, the decision you're about to make, is it going to result in that outcome? You ask yourself those two questions, and it's going to help you. Uh, make better decisions every day. I want to thank those of you that joined us, those of you that left comments that we're able to share today, uh, those of you that have called in or gone online to share a year-end gift here to help us with intentional living. Thank you for doing that. You can still get involved with that during this important Christmas week. Thank you. Your gift being matched, being doubled, helping us can carry on with the mission of intentional living. All you have to do is go to theintentionallife.com Click on donate or call 888 
1717 and uh, press the prompt to take you to our staff. Thank you, Jennifer and Amy and Gino. Thank you, team, for your great work. Uh, we hope you all have a great Christmas. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow uh, for Intentional Living. We've got a great show. I hope you'll come and join us uh, as we give you some really helpful things to learn about what does it mean to live an intentional life in Christ. See you then.